The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mix Shots, and it's a very big edition of Mix Shots as we come to the end of the month of August. September is right around the corner, and the bewitching hour is right around the corner, this is the, too. The samurai edition. <laughs> Samurai, the edition samurai edition of Mick Shots, shots. <laughs> as uh, we are one hour away from when the uh, cuts become official. The deadline is 3 o'clock uh, Dallas time. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnola. We will not cut the roster here. We won't be making the cuts, but we are going to stick around, at least Mickey and Everson are, past 3 o'clock. Overtime, baby. That, this is it, know. overtime. OT. And, uh, we will bring you the cuts as they happen at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. Team is off today, and it'll be a great day to get ready for Tampa Bay out there because it is hot outside. (laughs) I I think there was... uh, I think there was some uh, running going on today. Okay. Some running out there. Some running. Some running? What are they running for? It's heat. Uh. Trying to get in shape? Yes. Too late. Too late? <laughs> They're on their own running. It's too though, late. Right? Got two weeks. <laughs> yeah. This, that's a dedicated team. That's right. Is that what know? that's called? Yeah. That's, well, that's it's not dedication. a procrastination. It's that's dedication. Right. Okay. If you had a mandatory, <laughs> by the collective bargaining agreement, a mandatory three days off, how would you spend it? If it's mandatory, I'd spend it off. No doubt, and I wouldn't be running. You wouldn't be. You, I wouldn't be running. You wouldn't be jogging. I wouldn't be jogging. No, that, that's what I do now. I would not be running. Yeah. All right, but we've got uh, a lot of reports about things that are happening behind the scenes as uh, players are being notified of their fate. But really. What's interesting about this, and as you all know, the uh, roster manipulation that takes place at this time, the Cowboys, uh, for injured players that they want to bring back during the season, they've got to be on this 53-man roster, and then moves will be made to put them on the injured reserve list that would keep them out for at least three weeks during uh, the regular season. And so a lot of these people, a lot of these players who are getting quote-unquote bad news today, Mm -hmm. they could be re-signed tomorrow. There's a 16-man practice squad. As well, and there's there's a lot of these players that are not out of work after today, right, Mickey? Exactly, and there could be like four more out of work by Thursday because the COVID four are not counted on. That's right. There you go. On the 53 man roster. One of the who are the prominent names on that? So you're talking Connor Williams, Mm -hmm. uh, Demonte KZ. Did I see CD? CD Lamb. He's burying the lead there. Yeah, Yeah. my bad. (laughs) Sorry, you said prominent players. and now, those are very significant Car- starters. No, and Carlos Watkins. Yes. So four, four starters. starters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. CD is the star. Meant, meant, <laughs> meant the four starters, right? I was just doing it off the top of my head. So, yeah, those guys uh, don't count. Uh, by my count, they have six or seven guys that they could place on the reserve injured list 24 hours after the final cuts. 
Uh, so by 3 o'clock on Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, they can move those guys to injured reserve. So that would allow them to bring back as many as six or seven so guys. So 3 o'clock tomorrow. 3 mm-hmm. o'clock tomorrow. you got to right. be on it 24 hours. Right. Would you care to read off your list? Yes, of uh, I think the guys? likely candidates that uh, would move to the injured reserve, as Bill said, you have to miss at least the first three games of the season. Uh, we can start with Neville Gallimore uh, with the dislocated elbow. Mm. Uh, Sean McEwen, uh, the tight end, he's your third tight end. So we'll see what happens after that. Uh, Josh Ball, uh, their fourth-round draft choice, had a high ankle sprain. He's just getting back on the cord. So uh, they can create a spot there by putting him on uh, returnable IR. Kelvin Joseph had a groin injury on Sunday. I think he's a candidate for that. Uh, I saw Malik Turner's name come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a foot injury that he was nursing. Uh, and then someone that I'm sure everybody's not thinking about, Francis Bernard. They really like the linebacker. as uh, He's a second-year guy, a special teams guy. He's been out with a hamstring, and my understanding is he re-injured in a different spot on that same hamstring. Okay. So he's not ready. Must be a muscle, muscular and then, hamstring. And then uh, <laughs> uh, Terrell Basham has not practiced in three weeks, maybe, Bill. I think it, it happened early in training camp. I think his was a hamstring. No, it was a maybe it was a sprained knee. I forgot all about I him. I forgot which. But anyway, he and would he, be and, a candidate. He, they spent more money on him in free agency than yeah. in oh, uh, Keanu Neal, maybe. Well, there was a two-year deal for and, Basham. And, 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 and yeah. Neal's was basically a yeah. two-year deal, but it was really structured as yeah. one. So, so, in other words, they have plans for Basham. Right. Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah, so you could see those guys make the initial roster, and then 24 hours later, you – uh, you let them get on to injured reserve return, and then you can bring back some guys you had to cut. Now, the key thing is releasing guys that are vested veterans. So you got to have four years in the league because those guys don't have to go through waivers. So I'm going to give you one example. Okay. I don't know if it's going to happen with him or not, uh, but the safety, Darian Thompson, uh, who had been – you know, in the game starting because of the COVID and injuries and playing at safety, well. and he's Made a special teams guy. Yeah. So he's a guy that you could tell, okay, we're letting you go, and, and, and you're on a one-year deal. Unless somebody comes to you and gives you a sweetheart deal, we want you back. So check with us before you go, because he doesn't have to go through waivers. And we want you back for... Probably the same contract. Okay, and he's going to play, not practice field. No, so. no, not, not practice, practice squad. Yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll put you on the fifty-three. There you go. And and so you can. He was having a decent. If you remember that they did that with Kellen Moore, twenty seventeen, maybe it was. They 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 released. Because he got him. hurt in in twenty sixteen. So twenty seventeen, they released him and then told him you're you're. The backup guy, we're bringing you back. Then they made him the offensive coordinator. And then they made him the <laughs> offensive coordinator for his loyalty, right? And so he didn't go anywhere. And so if you know, Jeez. so if you know, you've got one year guys uh, 
And, and see, you don't want to do it with a guy that has two years because if he has any signing bonus, as soon as you release him, mm -hmm. the second year Comes uh, due. goes due mm -hmm. into this year's cap. So one-year guys. So if you see some one-year guys, and I, you know, I saw some guys that were vested that they could go through this. Uh, I mentioned Darian Thompson. It could happen with Maurice Kennedy. He was on mm -hmm. his last year. Malik Cooker, you could. Uh, I know they want him on the team. Uh, and he's only on a one-year deal. And then the tight end, Jeremy Sprinkle, uh, he's a vested veteran, and he's on a one-year deal. So you could say, okay, when we put McKean and on, you come back. Now, somebody could come to these guys and give them a better deal, and you go, okay, you know, we took the shot, but we were trying to save a roster spot. So uh, those what guys – uh, I was just looking at some – what about Eugene, the, the, that tight end? Is he still – Eubanks. Eubanks. Nick Eubanks. Yes. Nick Eubanks. He's well, still I mean, here, he's, he's, but he has to go through waivers. Okay. okay. So he's getting released, Okay, I think. Uh, just but, made a couple of plays in the game. That's all. I was just yeah. interested in Number 47. what they thought about him. Yeah. So the, the – and then you've got two guys that will end up staying on PUP, uh, which would be Tristan Hill and Chauncey Golston. So that means they cannot – play or practice for the first six weeks okay and they thought they were that far uh, behind so you can do all that kind of uh, stuff and and you know the guys that they supposedly are you know being reported that they've released already uh, and we can go over them after I do the whole thing Ben Danucci Garrett Gilbert Jaquan Hardy Brendan Knox Brandon Smith Johnny Dixon uh, Osirius Mitchell, Eric Smith, Braylon Jones, Rondell Carter, uh, Austin Folliou, Thompson, and Tyler Coyle. So those were the names that have come out so far. Did you mention Stephen Parker on that list? I, and Stephen Parker, sorry. And Deontay Burton, by the way. Yeah, that's the one I figured that. So Eubanks is actually not on there yet. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Neither is Nick Ralston. Uh, who you know if they and they they've only got two, two running backs, backs they, probably so he could be considered the third slash special which one teams is that? player the fullback Nick Ralston the fullback from so Argyle. you wouldn't think Knox would be one of those guys they could bring him back on the practice mm -hmm. or Hardy on or the back Hardy yeah yeah which one you like best Knox or Hardy I like Hardy yeah. I think I like Hardy. Do you? I, think, yeah. well, I like the way and Knox, Knox runs the ball. He had a pretty good game. Yes, he did. Now it's a matter of who can do some special team mm -hmm. stuff, uh, and so so yeah. There's a lot to consider, and then in 24 hours you have the ability to put 16 guys on your practice squad. And remember, there's I think there might be a four man limit on veterans that you can put on that practice squad. Now it doesn't matter how many years. So like Darian Thompson could come back and they put him on the practice squad. If they want, they want to continue the backup quarterback competition. Garrett Gilbert could come back and be placed on the practice That's squad. That's where he was when they found him last right. year and on Cleveland's and practice where squad. Where he's been previously, hmm. right? And then, if you really like them, you could protect the guys like they did last year with Cooper Rush. I think he got protected like four or five times. God, quarterbacks have it so nice, man. <laughs> well, you could protect a you could protect a corner. You could protect a cornerback. You can, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way. I, I don't no, think, because I don't think Burns the guy, is going to be if the cornerback's good. 
good. If the yeah. quarterback's good, he's on your roster. Exactly. Right? You're and not going to cut him and then bring him back. You ain't playing right. any games with that. <laughs> One other guy for, and Chris Beam pointed it out uh, to me, um, that we have not mentioned for you Texas Tech fans out there, T.J. Vasher, who has mm-hmm. not worked out. He's been on NFI. That's and right. So he will start the season on NFI. Yeah, exactly. In, in likelihood. So. So yeah, so there's still a lot of things going to happen in in the next 24 hours, basically. Yep. All right. So the quarterback. You want to start with the backup I think quarterback? We probably should start there. <laughs> okay. So reports are that uh, Gilbert and Danucci will be let go, and uh, is basically confirmed by Jerry Jones this morning on his radio show. Yes. Uh, that uh, Cooper Rush is uh, well. He, I'm not quoting Jerry here, but I will say for now, Cooper Rush is the backup quarterback. And he said because he has shown he can run the complete offense. Uh, all the things that make for uh, a real comfortable situation here. So, boy, that, that was kind of comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. Yes. I don't know about that. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't he know knows if that's the word I would. Well, use. I think I think what he was trying to point out is he he's been here. He knows the offense. He's been. You know, I think everybody forgets for two and a half years he was the backup quarterback mm-hmm. since his rookie year, and he took over for Kellen Moore, and then the next two before they let him go last year, and then brought him back on the practice squad. Let's call it lesser of the evils. Can we do that? <laughs> Instead of comfortable? Just... And, and the other thing to consider on it, I mean, obviously, uh, and uh, unless you have some, I'm trying to think of any quarterback out there that might be with another team who's as experienced in this system. Cam Newton. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, the other thing is, Cooper Rush has been here starting last year. I mean, he was here before. The, the, obviously, Dak's back up prior uh, to McCarthy uh, becoming the head coach and Kellen Moore calling plays last year. And um, he comes back last year after the Cowboys let him go when they signed Andy Dalton. And when you look at other quarterbacks out there, even if there's one that you like out there that you want to sign, is he ready to step in if needed at Tampa Bay next week? You got to have someone who's been in the system throughout this offseason and yes. preseason. Because otherwise, you're starting from scratch. Right. And I don't want to hear this stuff when they bring in a quarterback and it's like, well, he wasn't here. You know, when they brought in the New England guy uh, that year uh, when Romo got hurt? Brady? 2015, no. <laughs> 2015, Bill. 2015, they brought in the uh, veteran guy. Um, is Castle. Sk- Matt Castle. Matt Castle. Yep. And he got here and he stunk. Yes, he did. He was done. Yeah. But they kept saying, Well, he's new to the system. I was like, I don't that that that's a euphemism for he doesn't he's not playing. But but what I'm saying, if there's someone they like out there, it might take them a month to get acclimated yes. or to learn the system system and the plays and so forth. Put him on the and, practice and so, squad. Or you could I mean if you have room on the if you really like him right. and you need to put him on the fifty three, then there's yeah. a spot there and Cooper can be the backup for now. And then as you groom this guy, uh, whoever it is that you like, uh, and you as could he bring back playbook. both you could bring back both guys on the practice squad Gilbert and Danucci you know and, and again the, you know the, yeah I'm not feeling that look the second half he, <laughs> not feeling that at the all the second half he showed that <laughs> let's if just you bring could, all he, the quarterbacks you back could from bring two years you ago. could work with him Matt Castle included uh and, and, and you know I know he when he gets in the games he there were times 
He didn't look good, but there were other times he threw some nice passes. So you got 16 guys in the practice squad, mm-hmm. so it doesn't hurt to have two quarterbacks there. They they probably should put a punter or kicker on right, there. Definitely. Right? I think every team in the league needs to have someone who can kick or punt or preferably both on the practice squad because of the COVID situation. So remind me, did somebody pick up Nice Wander? Uh, he got Not placed good. on injured reserve, didn't he? Nice Wander did? Yeah. By... No, oh, the Cowboys did. Right. Oh, I the forgot Cowboys, about yeah, that. Kid, so, yeah. yeah, he's done. Right. Yeah. Um, you got too many guys that you're keeping up with. I here. know. Well, there's 90. <laughs> I got. I got to say, uh, we have we saw a defensive back that made the best kickoff I've ever seen by someone that wasn't a kicker. Did you see that in the Texans game? Jeff I Heath. Did. That wasn't Heath. In the oh. t- <laughs> You're talking. He was a little darker than Heath was, I the believe. Texans, Bucks but Houston game? Texans this weekend have a defensive back that can boot it. I think he was number twenty for the Texans. I mean, he. I think it was almost all the way to the goal line. So it wasn't like it's something that he was just trying out. You can tell that this guy has had some type of kicking in his background. I knew I shouldn't have thrown that. I know. I'm just away. looking for my flip card from last week's Texans game. I, I believe. Uh, John Reed was number twenty for them, and they I let him. They, they him. traded him away, I think. Recently, yeah, I, I, obviously recently. I got to look it up. Yeah, I got to look it up now. No, it's he. He was like, was like in the last few days. And, but you're right, quarterbacks. Just, yes, it was Justin Reed. Important position, but also Justin kickers, Reed. just yeah. as important. Yeah, absolutely. And, and punters, just as important as field goal kickers. So a lot goes into this thing. Yeah, Justin Reed is number 20. John, John Reed was number 34. Okay. They, I think they traded to Seattle or someplace. But, yeah, I'm watching it right now. He booted it, man. Justin Reed, um, who's a pretty good player, too. He, did. he was on hard knocks, right? Down wasn't one of the guys who highlighted on hard knocks? For Houston? Yeah, I think he was a highlight on Hard Night. They showed his family, great family. I, For some reason, I could think he's from Stanford. He's Stanford, That's yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that was a great I believe great it's Eric there. Reed's brother, I think. Hmm. So, so have you seen a quarterback out there that you, you say, oh, <laughs> you let's know, bring him in? Well, uh, there's one as a developmental guy that I really like, and that's Shane Bouchelle. And he he played well for Kansas Did City. Did he get released? Uh, I have heard reports that it looks like he might be released, but I'm sure that they have plans to try to Put sign him, him to their practice, practice squad, squad and probably told him that. So anyway, of course, Shane Bouchelle from here, Arlington Lamar High School, uh, then started his college career at Texas and then at SMU and um, I don't know I, I thought he looked good the other day for, yeah, for Kansas did. City. So, so who's there who's their backup? Chad Henney is a veteran. Okay. Chad Henney is there. So but I haven't seen anything you know somebody brought up to me on Twitter Josh Rosen and I said, "Oh, the guy that's on his 15 fifth team in 4 years. Everybody can't be wrong about him, right? First round draft. Pick. I know. I mean, he was the man coming out. They talked about his intellect. They talked about his leadership, you know, his confidence that he has in himself. And that just didn't do anything for him. He can't stick. Hmm. Um, the other guy I noticed, uh, Carolina released Will Greer. He was a third-round pick two years ago, I believe it was. Out of where? West Virginia. West Virginia. That's right. Yes. What about Hoyer? He's, no, he's, he's still with the, the Patriots. And that brings us to, once again, <laughs> Mickey buries the lead here. What did the Patriots do today? They cut Cam Newton. Shocking. Shocking. 
Was it shocking? No, I don't think it was. Not to me. Okay. No, to me. If you've been watching what's been going on there. Uh, the only and, good thing I can say about that is Cam actually had a decent preseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I say decent, but Mac Jones, he's, his was even better. He got beat out. and got they beat out fairly. And they didn't keep him as the backup, nope. by the way. Well, if you looked at their depth chart with uh, not only Mac Jones, Cam Newton, and then with Brian Hoyer, the veteran, and Jared, Jared Stidham, Stidham. Uh, it was obvious that if Cam was not the starter, Hoyer is going to be the backup or Stidham. But Hoyer is your veteran backup guy. They've, they've always liked him. And his and his his base salary wasn't unreasonable. It was $3.5 million. You would pay that for a veteran mm-hmm. backup quarterback. But the key thing was he had $14 million in incentives that he could earn for various reasons. Uh, and I, I think they probably saw that and go, okay, mm-hmm. now that would be a little pricey, even if he helped us win a few games. That'd be kind of tough for that young quarterback I with think, this kind of. I still don't think they have enough offensive talent to help him as a young rookie quarterback. The defense is stacked again, but yeah, they, offensively, they got players back got now players, this year. A lot of them opted yeah. out from last year. They're back. A couple of them opted or out. Or they last reacquired year. them. They were mm-hmm. playing for the Dolphins last year, and now they're back with the Patriots. <laughs> well, they did leave Gilmore on pup. Right, he's on pup to so start he's the season. Miss six. I think the other reason is you don't want that guy in your locker room. He wants to be a starter, right? Now he's not. He may not be as good a teammate as we've seen him mm. running down the field, patting Jones on the Yeah, that was the a little over the top. That was yeah, a little over the top. right. And, and the other thing is, is I, I read uh, some comments from the cap. It was the running back, White. Is that James White? James White. And he was talking about how he said that Mac Jones got better and better and better. And when he got into the into the huddle, he convinced the other guys in that huddle that he was the guy. And, and so when I started reading that, and the captain said that, you know, it's like. You wouldn't have said it if you didn't believe it, right? Right. right. Um, if it was Hogaboom or nah. Danny White, right? <laughs> hey, I said what I said about Hogaboom. I'm on the record, David. Uh, remind us. <laughs> I was the leader. Yes, I was the leader of the quarterback controversy. Remind us what you 1984. said. 1984. I just thought Hogaboom was a better player than Danny White. I thought he inspired us more. And that simply came from the fact that Danny was having some issues. I believe that was in 1983 when he had the issues, and uh, he just couldn't he couldn't get us over the hump. You know, and they, you could blame a lot of people for us not getting over the hump. There's no doubt, including myself, in regards to getting through that championship games. But man, when you look at the way Hogaboom came into that Washington Redskins game, and that's what they were at that time, I mean, you couldn't help but be inspired. And be uninspired by by Danny White's performance at that time. And then by halfway through the season, he proved that he wasn't a starting yeah, he quarterback. He was the backup that he should have been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which happens with a lot of backup quarterbacks, it right? Does. As it long does. as they don't have to play, they're mm-hmm. really good backups. That's right. To review 1984, when it was probably, uh, what would it be now, 37 years ago, Correct. maybe even 37 years ago today, Tom Landry made the announcement that Paz Derek would start at quarterback. So you want to hear? <laughs> Remember that? Remember? You want to? You want to hear? He a, hated this moment. A, the thing before you say so. The thing about this with Tom Landry, he you know he hated giving up 
the power, so to speak. The <laughs> fact that we made this decision for him, that flies in the face of any head coach, especially one with the kind of pride that Tom Landry had. And I think, and this is just the way it is, and I'm telling you this way, coaches are all over the world. I don't care if it's soccer, whatever. They're not going to help the quarterback that he didn't choose. Right. And as far as I'm concerned, coaches, I don't say throw games. They don't throw games. But they're not going to lift too many fingers if this is your guy. And I'm trying to prove to you that my team doesn't run this team. My players don't run this team. I run this team. So you want Hogaboom? Go ahead. I'm throwing him to the wolves. So and that's so, what he so did. He so threw him to the wolves. It was Posderic, and, and, yes. and there was a, I guess there was a position battle of one of the tackle spots. I can't remember if it was right tackle or left tackle for Posderic. Right. But uh, and so then uh, he, he, oh, not Posderic, uh Hogan Bloom. Hogan Bloom. <laughs> Hogan Bloom. He called him that too. Yeah. <laughs> so so August 31st, right? Yes. So the day they made that announcement was the day I came to Dallas for my interview at the Dallas Times-Herald. Wow. And I'm sitting in the newsroom, and the sports editor comes up to me, and we were supposed to have an interview at, say, 10 o'clock in the morning. He comes up to me. He goes, hey, I apologize. Uh, Our special edition for the season is coming out today, and the cover story was on Danny White, Mm -hmm. and we're going to have to change it. So hopefully, you know, we're going to, I can get back to you in probably an hour or two. You you have to wait on your interview, right? And and uh, and he and he said, yeah, and you know, I was interviewing for the backup job on the Cowboys, and they couldn't find the beat writer. And so I'm sitting there going, okay, unless I call this guy an SOB, I'm probably going to get this job. <laughs> it's all working out. Yeah, right. Just the way you planned it. You, so you were the backup quarterback then. You were interviewing for the backup the quarterback backup, job with the, the Dallas Times Herald. Yeah. Backup beat writer. That's right. Yeah, sorry. That's right. Yeah. You were on the waiver wire at that point, and they were, they were about to pick you up. My guy had to get taken off the front page of the season preview magazine. Um but anyway, we'll see what happens. So right now, Cooper Rush is your backup quarterback, and uh, we'll see what's out there and see if there's anything that intrigues this coaching staff as far as um, so another quarterback that they might bring into the mix, whether it be uh, on the practice squad or the 53. Yeah, and someone also, and I thought it was a, a good tweet. They suggested, well, why don't the Cowboys give the Bears a six for Nick Foles? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not a bad idea. Uh, his base salary is only four mil four million, but he too has a bunch of incentives. Dead. What do you call that? No Dead. incentives, but okay. he has for the Bears to do that. They would incur uh, fourteen million in dead money right, immediately, and so you would have to give him more than a sixth to convince them to take on that amount of dead money over this year and next year. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, who knows? The, the cheaper move is to let Dalton go, but they've named him the starter. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even hardly see Dalton play in the preseason. Everything was about Fields and how well he played. Right. Well, and the, they and held at him some out. point, he's the starter, right? Yeah. Fields will be. Yeah, at some yeah. point. I feel but Fields will be the starter at but some point. At some point. But as Dalton said in his press conference, uh, the Bears told him it is his time. He got work right to now. do. He got work to That's do. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, Wanda Bull on Twitter uh, does ask about Cam Newton released. Excellent number two pickup for Cowboys. Would you uh, like to respond to that, Mickey? Number one, I think another reason they let him go was 
his unvaccinated status mm -hmm. and then the complications that incurred. Do you want your backup quarterback not vaccinated? I'm not saying that anybody would ever admit that, but it's got to go through it your is, mind. They would, whether they admit it or not, we know it. You just don't want that headache unless he's going to be somebody out there that you don't really count on. You know, I mean, he has to have amazing talent. And right now, Cam Newton does not have that. You know, so like you said, they wouldn't admit it. But there's no doubt about it. You don't want to bring that headache in because you got enough problems going on around the whole NFL right now in regards to these testing and vaccinations. And and just in the locker room, it is, is he comfortable being the backup? And and you know what happens from a social media fan standpoint the minute Dak throws two interceptions in one game. Well, we got to start Cam Newton. Well, that was the same reason would be in New England as well. Right. The, the, the rookie throws a couple of interceptions. They don't want Cam breathing down his neck or looking over his shoulder, which, you know, he probably wouldn't be. I think he's smart enough as a veteran right. to know how to handle himself. It wouldn't be up to him. Everyone else, all the speculation alone would drive everything, and that's not what you want. And I think when you start a young guy like that, you, you got to convince him you're, we're all in on you. There's no turning back. Mm -hmm. Because that's if you what start I, that's doing that. That's why he was let go. Right. That's why he was let and so go. So now do you want to bring that here? I don't think it's the same in regards to Dak, though. Right. I really don't, because uh, Dak being the veteran that he is. But uh, I just, Cam is just one of those guys. His presence in the locker room is a distraction alone. What? Uh, you know, cut your hair. <laughs> or if, you were, if you were advising Cam Newton, aside from the vaccination part of it, but uh, if you were advising him right now on what he should do, let's say a team was interested in him being a backup quarterback, would it be better on his part? to take on that role or wait until there's an injury in the league and then a team might bring him in and they would craft their offense around his talents in, in particular? I would have to have him in early. If you, I'm going to use him, he's got to right. come in and learn the system. It's if a I'm long season. I'm talking about if, if, if I'm consulting him, I'm going to have him do an entire makeover because it's – you know it. it it's not his fault. Well, he's he, been he, in this position before. I mean, that's how he got in. That's to New why you got to change yeah. your so. whole outlook, your whole, you know, not just how you think, but just basically how you carry yourself. And that's just the way it is with Cam. It's a shame that that's the way it is, but he's such a big presence. He carries such a resume with him. Let's just think about that. Going all the way back to college, high school. So when he steps into the locker room, that presence alone. That charismatic presence that he has. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's not it's nothing negative. Like mm -hmm. you said, right. it's charismatic. Mm -hmm. And he brings all of that with him. It's not baggage. That's a great resume that he brings. I, I think he could. I think Dak and he would probably get along here well. Mm -hmm. uh, but him learning the system alone, can he resurge that talent? That I don't know. His his preseason was good though. Had good preseason games. They kept him in, you know, within himself. He might already be making that transition. I just think if he had some, uh, just with some patience right now, mm -hmm. I mean, if he had an offer right now, I mean, let's say Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, who had him in college, I believe, you know, at Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if I would just, okay, let me wait it a little bit and let me see. Let's let a couple of weeks go by and let's see if there's any you injuries want, or you something. You don't want Lawrence. Uh, with Cam in the locker room, yeah. Lawrence, that, you don't want Lawrence. Oh, Trevor oh Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just, I just threw out. I, a team. I was just yeah. thinking though, yeah. Yeah. You right? Know, having no. Lawrence, that's almost no. the same position that he just left, right? Yeah, Spe especially after the way he played on Sunday. <laughs> yes. Well, that was against pretty. Us. I know, but it was still pretty <laughs> impressive. He was dropping dimes. Sean Payton's got his 
quarterbacks, right? With Jameis and Taysom Hill there. Oh Jam- no, they they. No, I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just thinking in general. He mm-hmm. just said. Um, uh, oh, I'm I'm thinking in general on on a team that might be interested in Cam. It got it got pointed out who their backup was going to be because they look at Hill as part of the offense. Right. So they had. Oh gosh, I can't think of who it is. I just read it uh, that that this guy was going to be considered. Well, he's been around a little bit. Yeah, he was going to be their their backup quarterback. Well, they've got a rookie, Ian Book from Notre Dame. I don't think that was the name I saw. Trevor Simeon. Yeah, okay. Trevor Simeon was going to be the backup because they're going to consider uh, and Simeon's Hill been around part a of bit. their offense. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there will be a role for Hill. Yeah, Hill wasn't whether he made the quarterback uh, still on the quarterback job or not. He's going to be part of the offense. So speaking, they, they've paid him to be a part of the offense. Yes. <laughs> speaking of the Saints, looks like they're here for a couple of days. That's right, maybe longer. Yeah, hey, maybe we get Sean Payton in here. That's your buddy, right? You yeah, I get him in here. Yeah, we couldn't get, could get McCarthy in here right. last last time. We get Sean Payton. Over here. So it sounds like they're going to practice here for four weeks. Is that what it is now? Yeah, they're it's not, not going home. Because they right can't away. go back. Right. They're not going home. And right so, so now the question will be their, their season opener. They open against Green Bay at home. And right. uh, is AT&T Stadium an option for that game? Well, Cowboys obviously hear, are not playing that weekend. They play on Thursday. I hear they have a concert on Wednesday that might conflict with having a game on Sunday. So I Wednesday, have, The following Wednesday? they yeah, got to set up for it? Okay. So they got to set up. But I saw who the concert was. Los Bucus, B-U-K-I-S. This is their first tour in 25 years. I'm thinking if somebody asks Jerry about it, it's like we'll get set up in 24 hours, right, right, if we can give them the stadium for that opener. Somebody never but there was an them. assumption that that was the band that mm-hmm. you know was going to keep them because you know they they said that the chances were with the indoor outdoor facilities at SMU and TCU that they could use that as their practice facility just because so many things. Why go can't on they just go AT&T back to uh, Lambeau Field? No, no, they're playing Green Bay. You said, but it's, it's a home game. Oh, yeah, them. they don't want to give up the home field advantage. Okay. I mean, they don't want to have the Packers have a home field. advantage. I mean, they had to do that. Back during Katrina. They didn't ask Grambling about that when we had to go to Boise State and play in the snow. <laughs> well, they don't give a crap. I don't come on. <laughs> during Katrina, their opener was against the National Giants. National Championship. Come their on. Their opener was against the Giants, and they had to play a home game at Giants Stadium. Yeah. All right, we need to take a break. Okay. Okay, we're going to take a break, and there's much more to get to well, as good. we are now 27 minutes away from Mickey reading off the Cowboys' cuts for you here on Mix Shots. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, 
and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located on the west side of AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy $5 12-ounce beers, yard games, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader performances, and more. For more information, visit att Stadium. Dot com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got jealous. <laughs> I like that line. There is a, a <laughs> former a quarterback who used to play for Mike McCarthy getting released by the Colts, Brett Hundley. Now, he was available just a few weeks ago. The Cowboys could have picked him up a few weeks ago. Well, no, they could have picked him up in May uh, when they right. worked him out yeah. and decided yeah. not to. So... There's another one there. And as far as Trevor Simeon, the Saints are reportedly releasing him but do plan to re-sign him. Mm. So he would be out there. There have been some teams that have had some interest in Trevor Simeon in the past. Could it be a bidding war? For Trevor Simeon. (laughs) I doubt it. All right. Some news from the NFL Network. The Cowboys-Jags game on Sunday was the most watched NFL preseason game on the NFL Network since 2018. You think that had something to do with... Trevor Lawrence? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Nothing to no, do with the Cowboys. It had to something to do with who was broadcasting the game. Oh, that's that, right. Oh. <laughs> it was it was the it was the playmaker. Shame Michael on Herman. me, right? <laughs> it was the playmaker. It is audience. That's why it was Bill Jones, man. Jones. Jones. That's why Stephen A. Smith wants the playmaker <laughs> alongside him on ESPN. Um anyway. The, and so what that tells you, that was the first time in the Jerry Jones era that the Cowboys have played a Sunday afternoon preseason game. What that tells you, get ready. If we're going to keep playing these preseason games, the NFL Network's going to want more Sunday afternoon preseason games. You have if, no if, competition? Is well, didn't they have is? a Sunday yeah. night game? Well, they had a triple header, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had, uh, but Sunday at noon, I mean – 
when you got nothing else to do. Sunday at noon. Just got back there's, to church. Well, there's a know. reason that it's so successful <laughs> also right. during the fall also. Why would why would uh, noon in August on a Sunday be any different than noon in September? That's why I used to say the blame the quiet crowds at Texas Stadium when they play a noon game on Sunday. It's like, well, these people just came from church to yeah, here, and they're they not sure fired did. up. No, you know? they haven't had the drink yet. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but when you think about it, what? Hard Knocks. Trevor Lawrence, yes. Jerry's World, all of that kind of came into play for the NFL Network. Michael Irvin, of course. Yeah, but you know, but what's interesting about it, not only on Sunday, but all of the preseason games, you do not see – the starters are not in the game. These are guys that are getting cut today, okay, that are playing, and the ratings do not drop during the course of the game. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's And so to that point, the quote-unquote America's team, people are watching the uniforms. It still stands. You know? That's it still right. stands. And I, what I liked about it was, you know, just the fact that I saw what Cooper Rush was trying to do against a – uh, Jags almost first team defense. It wasn't was. It, it was uh, pretty oh, much. Was the now the only thing, defense? Jacksonville, their offense. They have some injuries on their offensive line, and their starting right guard AJ Ken is in COVID protocol. And so Lawrence was playing behind primarily a second team offensive line. But as far as what the Cowboys offense was going up against, that was basically and Miles Jack, who Urban Meyer during the week had said, "I'm not. I think he's maybe game ready already for the regular season." He was still in the game in the second quarter. We talked about. Game. We didn't even think he was going to play. Right. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden, he's out there on the field. So they really wanted to show what they could do because, of course, you know, this is almost like Jimmy Johnson back in 1989. You have to see what you have as a coach. I don't care who, what the veterans are. Guys, you have to show me something because I just got here. Okay. I'm Urban Meyer. I just got here. I got to know what you can do. You have to. Uh, allow me to trust you first before I can give you any type of leeway. And as we found out, that was all a mirage. <laughs> what was that? The 89 preseason. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> we were undefeated. Were we undefeated? No, three and one. Three, three and, and one. one. Three and one. Uh, I scored a touchdown. Boy, that was Did amazing. Did you really? Yeah, it was like a 72-yard beat. Return for a touchdown, I think, against the Chargers or somebody. Beat Houston for the I Governor's remember Cup. I all of that. Yeah. Beat Houston for the Governor's Cup in the fourth preseason mm-hmm. game. Then we go On to New Orleans. On a walk-off field goal. Yep. Then we go to New Orleans and, and reality. we get shut yeah. out. I, did we score a point? 28 nothing. to nothing. Wow. I don't, I don't even think he had maybe 150 yards offense. Yeah. I think Jimmy got mad at us that day. <laughs> Troy Aikman should have got mad at the, the offensive line. He oh, it was got horrible. the snot it was knocked horrible. out of him. He's, but you got to know. But you, That's yeah, all we had. Yeah. That's all we had. You had to know. Okay, uh, Mickey, who's the backup center on this team? Well, <laughs> if they had to play today and Connor Williams wasn't off the COVID list, uh, it would be Matt Forniak. Okay. Did you like him the other I night? I think they're going to keep him. I, I think they have to. He played well. Seventh-round draft pick out of Nebraska. Yeah. I thought he did, too. I thought he did. I mean, the whole line was having some issues, of course. With, that's a front D-line. So. He's a big guy, yeah. Farniak is. Yeah. And, you know, he has just a little more experience at center than Matt uh, – or Connor. Uh, uh, Connor Williams. Mm-hmm. Because I think he started one game for Nebraska right. at center. That's, that's all you need. He'd been a he'd been a guard and a and a and a tackle, uh, and, and immediately when they drafted him, they said he's a center. So he's been working there since you know April, late April, May. So um, how about a shout out for the uh, the NFL? I guess uh, international 
program that they have. What about, uh, I think his name is Allergon? Yep, Allercone. He'll be Allercone. on the practice squad. He'll be mm-hmm. on the practice squad. Yeah. Yeah. He came in trying to do some work, too. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what? He got better. He got stronger. Mm-hmm. And he had a nice story for Hard Knocks, of which, course. by the way, episode four is tonight, yeah. 9 o'clock Central. Have you gotten any preview of tonight? Uh, I There is one out there, and I hadn't looked at it. I think there's something about a a, uh, Micah Parsons barbecue. Oh, okay. Because I think when he got here, somebody asked him about barbecue. I can't remember what it was. Oh, no, it was uh, Bohanna, because I think his parents in Memphis have a barbecue place. Oh, there you go. They're from Memphis, of course. Yeah, Yeah, from Memphis. (laughs) Yeah, Memphis barbecue or Texas barbecue. Okay, so, as we look ahead to the team getting back on the practice field on Thursday, Thursday and, Friday. and where we where this team is right now, as we await the cuts uh, coming down at three o'clock, how do you feel about things right now? Well, if if they get everybody back off COVID, um, you know, I feel pretty good. Uh, I feel. Look, how about from this standpoint? From All right, the, Tampa Bay. In their last preseason game, Brady was in for two series, two scoring drives. He was 11 out of 14. Starters were in the game. By necessity, the Cowboys weren't able to play their starting quarterback, of course, in the preseason. And thus, their first-teamers didn't play. Now, And also, the Cowboys had a different preseason schedule than what other teams outside of the Steelers. Well, than all other teams, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. because with the four preseason games and then the quicker turnaround, uh, 11 days for from August 29th to September 9th. Um, um, yeah, so the, the, the second guess is going to happen. Okay, so here's on, my deal. On, on Thursday night, September 9th, if things do not go well for the Cowboys, then there's going to be the second guessers out there. Well, they should have played, <laughs> right. played them. So they have five practices between now and leaving for Tampa, right? So I think these five practices are going to be significantly important uh, for the offense to get everybody in there together because they hadn't had a chance to take a snap in a preseason game all together, meaning Dak, the offensive line, Zeke. the wide receivers, Zeke. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm, I've said this before on Dak. It's like we're going to find out if the old axiom practice makes perfect, right? Well, they're going to need this practice to be perfect come September 9th. And then my other reservation is – I think this defense is better. I think it's improved. I think it improved with personnel. I think it's improved with Dan Quinn and how he's coaching it and where he's playing people. But we don't know. Michael Irvin said, and Bill was there when Michael Irvin repeated this, Tom Brady said he is going to rip us apart. <laughs> That's what, that, that what at, the, at the I Hall of Fame ceremony. Were those the words? At the Hall of Fame ceremony, <laughs> yeah. uh, in case you missed it on the broadcast, uh, Michael said that Tom Brady came up to me and said, "We're going to rip your guys apart, rip or whatever." Apart. Yeah, yeah. And after what I saw last we, year, we, we I would asked, believe the same thing if I was Tom. <laughs> and Brady. then we asked Michael what you say back to him, and he said, "I can't say what I said back." <laughs> well, 
<laughs> that's about all he would have. But that's, that's what, all the response yeah, he would you have. Know, but you know Brady was jacking with him, right? right? But but Brady's to get also, a rise out of no, 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 no. Trust me, in Brady's head, he thinks he that. thinks that. Oh, absolutely. Well, and that's what that was. Michael's point was he's competitive. I mean, no, he's, no he's not just competitive. Yeah. He's not blind either because he saw our defense from last year. He has to go on that. That's all he can go on. He doesn't see any improvement in this team now. Personnel wise, maybe. But have we had enough time to prepare for Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this offseason? You know why Michael's saying that on the Cowboys broadcast. Mm-hmm. He's hoping that these Cowboys players hear that, and that will be some extra motivation. I, I, I heard it, and I don't even play Tampa. anymore. So I'm sure they hey, heard so it. What effect did that have on you if, yeah, you, I was if you were a, a little player? upset. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm upset now. I mean, Mike, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael is the one that gets up on that big screen and right before oh, kickoff, <laughs> and, and he's the one uh, that gives the pregame speech every that's week. It. So yeah, That's not that, a speech. That, that's yeah. a I don't know what to call that. That's a uh, so, bald one. And then the other thing we have to point out is after the Tampa Bay game, they have 16 more games, right? When and this they, defense, that's my point. When did they schedule defense, that? Yeah, this defense. That was my point this morning. And, Quinn, and Quinn's – last time he spoke with us, Quinn's point was, you know, September 9th is not an end date. We need to continue getting better and better and better as the season goes along. So this is going to be the first time, too, they get all those guys together in in several weeks because KZ's been on uh, the COVID list. Carlos Watkins been uh, on the could go up and list. down the line, uh, and up so and down the line. we'll see how this thing, you know, kind of. They haven't had works defensively. Out. We haven't had much time together either. And and the one thing I don't like that's happened going into this game is Neville Gallimore is not going to play for you know at least three weeks because he was balling out in the middle there, uh, and now you're probably replacing him with a rookie. Uh, oh, Diggy Zua. Which, who I like. And I I'm do. Sure you I like, like him. I'm sure you like him. But again, him it's a rookie going yes. up against a veteran offensive line. Uh, and then they can rotate in another rookie, Bohanna. Uh, I bet they use a lot of Brett Urban because at least he's a veteran. He's been around. Um, so and, and Justin Hamilton's actually kind of showed up in some of these games, too. Yes, the other thing has. is, yes, but has. the key will be those defensive ends. Can Randy Gregory do what we think he can do? And the key will be their defensive ends as well. Right. How well does Tyron Smith hold up against uh, JPP, right? I mean, he's playing very played very well last year. If you look at the, the Tampa Bay's season last year, they were a little shady starting off. They were they they, they were made their shady. their push, if I remember correctly, around nine. Game That's nine right. or and ten, all of a sudden, like that. You, they, the defense gave the offense chance yes. to catch up. And we don't have that luxury. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. I don't mind going up against their defense. I'm worried about how well our defense plays against their offense. That's the one. That's the key. And, and here's the other thing is we have no idea how uh, Dan Quinn is going to use the Cowboys' defensive ends uh, on uh, in the nickel package, as far as and how he uses Micah Parsons that's what I was in, say. in the in the nickel. I mean, when you got guys that uh, and that, that's one of the, the the benefits I think of not playing your guys really uh, during the preseason. Tampa Bay has no way of knowing right. exactly how Quinn is going to use. You know, is Demarcus Lawrence is he going to at times rush from the inside? You know, will they move him around? Will they uh, take you know have four? 
defensive ends on the field. Has at Quinn the same ever time. had a player like Parsons? I'm sure they'll go back in his history and see if he's had any player with that type of impact. And they say, well, how did he use that particular player? That's going to be how he used Parsons. So if they've got some type of a history on a player that was in the same stead that you have as, as Parsons, they're going to go that's, back and take a look at that. That's the other thing about the opener. You've got, uh, okay, they've known since April that, um, that they're playing each other in the opener. And so you, it's basically four or five months of preparing. Yeah, okay? for one game. Yeah. <laughs> for one game. You can, <laughs> but go, you, but you can right. go back in the archives and see, get all the information you want on these guys. There's plenty Spanish of time right, all summer. Though. You were right, though. It's, I, I thought about it last night. With, was so hyped up for Tampa. There's a lot of football to be played after that. Yeah, And we're going to have to get better. To, to come out and win this game, we would probably be so excited. You don't know what's yeah. going to happen right. afterwards. You can't rest on your laurels and after I, you I win. I worry about that a with a young team like this. Just don't make the offense score 40 points to win. That's it. Because now you're going back to the same pattern that you had last right. year. And if you can do that, then you give yourself a chance. Okay, it is 2.51 Dallas time. I have still to, here, Bill. I have to bail because I have to go do a <laughs> – I get to do a Zoom interview with Tyler Biotish. Uh, you, you have to. You, you know I, you hate to leave us. I, I hate to leave on, you, man. but I, uh, <laughs> I'm doing a Zoom interview with Tyler Biotish and Travis Frederick. Instead, I have to go get set up for at 3 o'clock. So, Mickey, the Hopefully cuts you're come doing down it at 3 o'clock. <laughs> I, how about, can I do it right here? Yeah, right. <laughs> Do it as part I gotta of the go, I got to go find a spot to do it from. <laughs> and um, so, so uh, 3 o'clock. There's a big studio. I'm going. That's where I'm headed right, right now. Or, you have, you or, have any question you'd like for me to pose or to? Or Douglas's office. Any any question you'd like for me to pose to Biotish or uh, Frederick? Didn't mean to stump you. Uh, you did. <laughs> You're going to ask Biotish about Frederick or Frederick about Well, Biotish? we're talking about the the reason that we're doing this is uh, – two Wisconsin guys. Noel, now Tyler is – you know, Travis has had the great uh, blocking hunger uh, charity oh, that, oh, that nice. he's had. Nice. Uh, feeding uh, children that, uh, that need lunches and so forth. And so mm-hmm. Tyler has basically taken that on or one of, it's on the board now of the um, – Blocking Hunger oh, Foundation. Nice. So, nice. so well, that, that's the purpose of get the a interview. Get a scouting report from Frederick on Biotish. That's a good idea. All right. Better get a scouting report on Tampa's front line. <laughs> and that, too. <laughs> Shoot. Are they ready? I'm that's sure what you're he's asking. paying Are attention. They yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break, and then it's uh, Mickey's going to read the cuts to you coming up in a matter of moments. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. 
the Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back. To Mick Shots. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest presented by Captain Morgan is back, and we're launching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for that chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year as we keep you are doing well about that too clean read new glasses that's what that must be it right (laughs) i can see right uh two clean reads all right we continue on mixed shots uh everson walls joining myself mickey spagnola here and hopefully in five minutes the uh, official cuts will come down they're supposed to come down at uh 3 p.m i think we've probably hit the majority of the moves, assuming they're all going to be official now. And that was, what do you count, 15? I, I counted, we, we mentioned 15 guys uh, that looked like they were getting released. Uh, four more on the Cowboys' uh, COVID list, two more on PUP. Uh, so we're going to get what we look at as the 53-man roster for the next 24 hours. And then when they make the moves, uh, likely moves to put guys on uh, reserve uh, IR, uh, meaning recall, that you can come back in three after three games. Uh, I think there'll be some more moves there, and they could bring back some guys that they they cut before they bring back the guys that they cut. How many more moves do you think they have to make right now, aside from what we've already discussed? They will have to make. Four more moves on Thursday mm-hmm. when the COVID guys okay. come back, and okay. that's when they're expected to get back into practice. So then, you who do you, you think they're eyeballing? I, I hate to put the, to the get samurai. Yeah, I hate oh, to put the samurai on some. That'll people. have to do yeah. with the guys at the kind of the end of the roster, right? right? Your last four or five guys. So no veteran they'll, surprises. They'll go, you think? I don't think so. I think uh, I mean they don't have many veterans that they can are expendable, right? Uh, if they were, then you would try to trade them uh, and get something for them. So the draft choices this year as well, including them. I think any surprises that you think. I think might? W- well, we we're going to get to probably the fifth round. Simi Fihoko. I don't know that he if they can keep six receivers. He caught a couple of passes. You could tell that 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 Jags game was uh, a proving right. game for him. Right. Yeah, exactly. he's got to prove himself. So we'll see where because we didn't see uh, uh, Brown. Where that one playing goes, at all that game? Uh, did we? No, Noah Brown. 
and and so you know, and he's another guy that's a he's a one year guy, but he's not vested, so somebody could claim him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think that F- F- we mentioned Farniak probably makes it a, as the seventh round uh, pick. Sixth round pick, Bohanna. Yeah. I would think he makes it. You think he makes it? Yeah. He looked good to me, but, you know, I just wasn't sure if he had enough time to prove himself. Yeah, and he's young, so yeah. we'll see uh, where that ends up going. One of the draft picks, Golston, we already mentioned, mm-hmm. he's going to be uh, remain on Pup. Um, we mentioned uh, Oso Digizua. Yeah. So he's going to make it. And then the other guy, Mukwamu, actually stepped up and had a pretty nice game. He did. Making the transition from uh, guard, I mean, guard, from corner to safety. Yeah. So, you know, he got beat a couple times, but he made plays. So that's the key to me. Am mm-hmm. I right? No, you got to make corner, a play. safety. We're going to get, get beat. beat. They, the quarterback the, throws the for 5,000 right? yards, exactly. right? <laughs> Somebody's going to get beat, so you don't have to worry about but that. But you got to make a play. Mm-hmm. You got to show that you can do something, um, you know. And so I, I would think, you know, he has a, a pretty good chance. And, uh, and then uh, Nashawn Wright, the, the corner, you know, he's gotten toasted a couple times. Yes, he has. But I think they like the possibilities, so maybe they don't want to you know, give up the rights to him. Well, but been, except for, I think, this last game, I thought he was even more solid. Yeah, I thought he was even more solid than Joseph uh, when you're looking at the plays that he made or didn't give up. Right. But this last game, he did show his vulnerability. It almost looked like, as a DB, you don't have time to uh, have an off play you don't have time to, oh, I, my head wasn't in it this game. You just don't have time for that because they're going to find you. Burton was one of those guys the other night. They found him. Once yeah. they found him, a quarterback's going to come in the game. He's going to say, what is my best chance of making the play against this defense? I'm going to go against a guy that I just saw give up two passes you know, to the other quarterback in the previous series. And so once they realized that that avenue was open, then Burton was a target. Then all of a sudden they found out that Wright was also, for this particular game, a target. Okay, well then this is my opportunity to make the team if I can make it on anybody. Trust me, uh, Spags, 1981, everybody was like, you know what, there's my target right there. Number 24, the guys from Grambling State University, that's going to be the one we're going to pick on. And so you have to be ready for that, Spags. You can't have a playoff. You can't look at. When you when you when every every time the ball's in the air, as much as you might get beat, you better think that one of them's got to be yours. Yeah, at least one of them. You know, when that's it, in the air, you can't have disbelief. You have to have confidence. And they also went after Kelvin Joseph too. A couple deep balls. Yes, they did. And that's kind of been his uh, downfall. Yes, is getting has. beat on nine routes. That, and when you have a guy that can play as well as he can, right. and who's got ball skills. This is the time to exhibit that. When the ball is in the air, you need to realize this is my time to show them how I play the ball. And uh, you just didn't see that. And I wanted to see the young guys come out and take the Lawrence uh, quarterbacking as a challenge. You see what I'm saying? That's what I wanted. I wanted to see them say, you know what? This guy's in my class. You know, I'm going to show them why I was drafted. I'm going to show them why the Cowboys want me or need me. This is going to be against a guy that some of them actually played against yeah. in college. And, and, and I thought uh, Joe Witt was talking about Nashawn Wright uh, from previous um, games, uh, preseason games. And he says until, you know, when they see a guy like that get beat on a nine route, 
until you shut it down, it's coming back. <laughs> That's going to be your weakness, right? They're That's going to be the book on you. They're going to test you to see if uh, uh, if 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 you can you can deal with it or not. And so we should be getting these. I don't see them don't see on the yet. website yet. So that's that's what I was always concerned about is how are our DBs going to react to a quarterback like Lawrence? And I got to say, I was disappointed yeah. because I saw the same things I saw last year, the same inability to play the ball. Um, you seemed witless when it came to finding the receiver himself. This guy's got the ball in his hands. You're still looking back to see if the ball's thrown. You know, there's a clock in your head, Spags. It has to go off. Right. And it wasn't it, – it was doing – they were doing well in practice. They were doing well in the early preseason games, of course, in college. But now this is the time to realize it's still the same – foot, not the same football, but the air is still the same. The leather's still the same. Just kept, look for the ball, catch it after you cover your man. And they were close enough. Right. But it, when it came to making the play, they were not there. And so we can say, oh, man, he was in position. He was right there. We heard that crap all last year. We want to hear what a play he made on the ball. That's what we want exactly. to hear. And that, and that's what uh, I think you'll see more of that from Trayvon Diggs this mm-hmm. year. I think he'll be more solid with uh, his coverage, not get jumpy out there. And, and and I think that's what happens. You get impatient. Yeah. You do. You and you start impatient. like, okay, I got to yeah. go get yeah. this, right? Yeah, because they keep running the ball. They might run like, man, I got to redeem myself. You might get blasted by a running back or a tight end or something. I got to redeem myself, you know, because you know the film's always running. That's one thing you have to do, Spags, when you play. You know the film is running, <laughs> yeah. right? So you, 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 want your, you don't want your teammates to see you giving up. They, you don't even want them to see you getting beat, but you want your attitude to be one of, okay, he gave that one up, but you can just look at his determination. This guy's going to come back and make a play. You didn't see that last year, and this, this last game, to me, that was the test. This is the stud, and this is the guy you want to play well against. And they didn't, Spags, not at all. All right, we got the move. What you now, got? What okay. you got? So, um, uh, here it coming on, baby. So, here, here's the moves in order of how they're listed. Um, Chauncey Golston. Uh, passed his physical, so he's on the 53. Oh, good. We thought he was going on pup, but he's on. Uh, Tristan Hill stays on pup. TJ Nat uh, Vasher uh, stays on NFI. Okay. Reserve COVID uh, 19. Noah Brown is on it. That's why you might That's not have why we seen didn't him see him in the Sunday. game. Okay, here are the guys that are released, and these are uh, veteran guys. Um, that uh, I think are eligible uh, to come back. Okay. Garrett Gilbert, Darian Thompson, Deontay Burton, uh, Jake McQuay, the long snapper. He's a 10-year veteran, so he's vested, right? So they basically told him, don't go anywhere. We'll re-sign you. Uh, As I predicted, Jeremy Sprinkle, who is a fifth-year guy, uh, he got released. And defensive tackle Justin Hamilton. Now, I would imagine with Hamilton, yeah, Hamilton, when Neville Gallimore gets placed on reserve recall, uh, IR recall, uh, that he comes back. Now, the other guys that were released, Johnny Dixon, the wide receiver, Ben DiNucci, Osirius Mitchell, Reggie Davis, Aaron Parker, Stephen Parker, 
Brendan Knox, Jaquan Hardy, Tyler Coyle, Nick, Hardy. Nick Ralston got released. Uh, Nick Eubanks, your tight end you asked for. Artavius Lynn, the tight end. Austin Fowle, the defensive end. Isaac Alicon, uh, but he'll come back. He's he's on the basically on the practice squad. Braylon Jones, Brandon Smith, and Rondell Carter. Mm-hmm. So really, the guys that were waived that have to go through waivers. I don't think there's any surprises there. Rondell Carter. Uh, he's another guy that they could. So you know they what? They should. That means they kept Azur Kamara. Oh wow! The kid from yes. Nigeria. Yes, yes, they had the great story on. So him. he's and he and he, that's one got the sack that didn't count. Right, right, yeah. So he he made it. Uh, I was trying to think of anybody else that surprisingly made it. So the guys that were released, four year guys or more: Garrett Gilbert, Darian Thompson. I, I I heard already that at least comes back to the practice squad. Uh, Deontay Burton, who basically cut himself in that <laughs> last preseason game. Uh, Jake McQuaid, the long snapper. Uh, he'll be a guy that ends up coming back when they put somebody on reserve injured return. Uh, Eric Smith, the offensive tackle. So they kept Brandon Knight, yeah. Terrence Steele, and Ty second. They got better as the game went and on. And Farniak, as yeah. we suggested. So those uh, – and, and let's see, that – those are the backups that we can talk about. Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, chances he comes back when McEwen ends I'm up. I'm waiting to hear one more name. And then Justin Hamilton. No Rondell Carter. Uh, yeah, Rondell Carter. Was, I thought he did well. He was waived. He has a chance to come back, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Because they've got to make the move. So that means they he kept. He caused the interception, if I'm not mistaken. They kept all those guys uh, that were injured Neville Gallimore, mm-hmm. Sean McKeon. McEwen, Francis Bernard, uh, Terrell Basham, uh, Josh Ball, Kev- Kelvin Joseph, and Malik Turner, the, the wide receiver. So we should see some of those guys. Uh, and you return. said Hooker is okay. You said Hooker is okay. Uh, yeah. And, and so Hooker's on. It says reserve COVID, and they only got one guy on there. Mm-hmm. So they must have uh, put the other four guys back on the – uh, on the roster because it doesn't say he was added. Um, so yeah, so there there's probably at least three or four more moves that they have to make. Uh, and they have until Thursday. No, they can uh, t- as of 24 hours. So tomorrow at 3 p.m. when they can put these guys on reserve injured recall. Uh, which means they have to miss the three games. Mm-hmm. Then after those guys get moved, then you can sign guys back. Oh, that's and, when you spoke of Thursday. Yeah, and that, and that no Thursday was the COVID thing. Today's Tuesday, okay. so Wednesday they can bring those guys, some guys back, and you can start signing your practice squad. So to me, if you know everybody clears waivers, you know they can have two quarterbacks on the practice squad if they want. Uh, one quarterback on the practice squad rushes your backup. We talked backup. about the kickers, right? And then they're 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 short at running back, with basically cutting Walston. Then all you have is Zeke and Tony Pollard, um, and you probably need something there. And I would imagine what they do is look at the waiver wire now. Mm-hmm. Is there another young guy that I like better than the young guys I had on the roster? Uh, because some guys that you scouted in the draft. 
you know, got cut. Yeah. And you 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 know about them. You just didn't get them. And yeah, they might have signed it with someone else first. Right. Or yeah. you you couldn't you didn't draft them, or you didn't uh, get the chance to sign them in free agency. So, yeah, there's still some more moves to uh, be made, but that's what happened today. You can go to DallasCowboys.com. Uh, they'll all be uh, listed there, and then stay with us uh, for sure tomorrow when some other moves are. Uh, likely to be made. So for Bill Jones, Everson Walls, <laughs> I'm Mickey Spagnola, and that's Mix Shots for this Tuesday on DallasCowboys.com. Go Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!